one. All right. Hello, everybody. Today is the Strictly Plumbers Millionaire Podcast. We're talking to Taylor's uh, from Taylor's Plumbing Solution. And uh, we're going to talk about how he's running a shop doing 1.7 million as of last year. So um, today we're going to have some very specific questions. Um, he's got a background picture of um, a crawl space and a job that he did. But anyways, just want to let you introduce yourself here, Mr. Taylor. Uh, yeah, I am William, uh, Taylor's Plumbing Solutions. We are in a city called Lake Stevens, Washington, Washington State. Uh, we've been in business. This is our going on fifth year now. Um, you want me to talk about when I started and all that? Um, yeah. So we always, go ahead. Yeah. I'll just ask you the question. Like, so what year did you start your business? And then how long did it take for you to make like your first million dollars? I started my business uh, five years ago. We, uh, it took the first two years, we were close and it was just only me in the van. So I started getting employees, started branching out. And it just, the third year we hit the million mark. Nice. Very cool. Three years. And did, did you do plumbing? And how, how long did you plumb before you owned your business? Uh, I've been plumbing for 18 years now. Wow. So 18, I, 15 years out working for somebody else. And then the last three years, you cracked a million. That's amazing. Or yeah, no, it, it, it's part, um, a lot of hard work on my part, you know, really good, good speed. Um, uh, good training from other companies, you know, if you go to the bigger companies, they have good training, good sales training, good um, uh, software uh, recognition that you, you get to learn. So they, I owe a lot of credit to them. Um, I also owe a lot of credit to them because uh, I want to run my business a certain way. And you pick up things from owners and bosses that you don't want to treat you know, your employees like, so. That's that. I hear you on that one. You got to build that culture. So what is one of the best practices that you feel that allowed you to make um, your first million? Community. Uh, getting out there uh, in our community of Lake Stevens, there's, there's three major towns around here. And what we did is, you know, we would join like the Chamber of Commerce for those cities. Um, we would get into uh, a networking group. I got really lucky to get into a really good networking group. Nice. Uh, it wasn't anything like the, the nationwide ones. It was a local group to our community. Um, you know, uh, they spread the word. Um, uh, it was able to branch off from there. Um, the uh, uh, chamber meetings, uh, the the spotlights that you have to do in those chamber meetings really get you uh, get you tuned up to to go out there and you know sell your brand, sell your material. So nice, nice. That's awesome. So we, we're talking about like, and that's that's great. I, I love I love it. Um, it's it's great advice. What do you feel like the next question is, what is one of the things that held you back from making your first million? Uh, I think that was 
family. You got to spend time with your family. You can't be working all the time, right? So mm-hmm. there, there's give and take. Uh, you can go out there and work as hard as you want for 10-hour days, but in the end, you still have to make time. You still have to find time for your wife, for your kids. Um, I guess getting the employees helped. That's 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 the major thing right there. You 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 don't want to end up in which a lot of uh, plumbers and electricians do, or end up in divorce because they're working so much. You know, that's so common. Uh, and you know, I was almost there because of the business too. So one thing that I did to help myself is um, I scheduled everything. I schedule the my time that I work out in the mornings. It, that's the normal one. But I also schedule time with my family. I treat it like an appointment. I got what I'll do is I'll schedule every day, nothing less than fifteen minutes with one on one with. Uh, I got two daughters and one wife, right? <laughs> so one on one with the first one, the second one, and then mom, and then as a group, and and it I usually. Like, you know, they're young, they're eight and six, my, my girls. So I usually, um, like their attention span is only so long, right? So after they're, they're booked, they're gone somewhere else after so many minutes and they're satisfied. And so am I, right? But like, I mean, hardcore one-on-one, not just like, hey, let's go for a walk or go to the park for an hour. I mean, like a, a good conversation one-on-one where you're learning about each other like that, you know? And I, I actually schedule it into my calendar and I treat it like an appointment. So when I'm out, I'm out, I get out of work and, and I work from home, the first thing I do is take a break. I need my, my break, <laughs> you know, and then because um, I don't want to go straight into family and then I still got my day on me. So I, I take my moment um, and then uh, that's kind of how I work it out. And it's been, um, I, I'm able to do it. And then recently I started taking my kids to school and that's been a blessing. That's amazing. That's something I never got to do plumbing most of my adult life. You know what I'm saying, bro? Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm right there. I recently, well, it's been about a year. COVID, actually, when COVID started, you know, I had to stay home. Um, and that's when we got our real first full-time employee is because of COVID. Wow. And he's a he's a whole different story, the, the, that employee. And he's disgruntled right now, but we can go into that some other time. Um, if you, if you want to have me back, yeah, we can have a whole discussion on that one. Um, we talk so we, crap about all of them. It's all good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we started, uh, yeah. So, so COVID had to stay home. Uh, we got super busy because other people were staying home, finding their, uh, finding issues with their houses or whatever. So we got lucky through that. Um, and then, uh, after that, you know, hiring two more employees and then another one. And then about a year ago is when I really just took my van to my shop, left it there, don't take it home anymore. And now I get to, um, in the mornings, drive the youngest one to school. You know, I, I make breakfast every morning, fucking egg sandwiches and sausage and sandwiches for the, for the other two kids. And it's, it's pretty amazing, man. I just get to, yeah, I get to be that, that parent you know we can we can all talk about our parents and not having really having any but I get to be that parent that I never really had and it's nothing against my parents they just they didn't have the opportunity or they didn't make the money that I made you know there's 
there's that whole jealousy thing where you're where you're you're making more money than your dad and he starts telling you that he's he's all jealous and pissed <laughs> off <laughs> yeah my, my good, dad, though, man. yeah no, i'm that's i'm so glad you're touching base on that I, I grew up without my dad and so like to piggyback on that um me trying to be the dad that i didn't have piggybacking on what you said whether you got him and you didn't he wasn't as effective as you needed him or maybe he's just gone right and then you got to learn how to do shit your your way right and so I think we're I, I think your gratitude gauge is probably really high right now right you're probably super grateful for this stuff absolutely and we were talking off air like I don't spend any money <laughs> for that reason you know there, there's things that I want you know a nicer boat i have a boat but i want a nicer one uh you know a side by side or a couple of them i just i don't pull i have that money i just don't pull the trigger on it there's always something that's gonna come down the pipe all right yeah that's sounds like you're a good saver and a good investor into your own business and that's i did that um like the first two years i didn't want to spend nothing in my business outside like i just wanted to reinvest everything I have actually bought my first home after the my business. You know, I didn't I didn't own, own a home when I was an employee as a plumber, and so um, yeah, that that that's that's a little bit of my story. My next question for you is, um, what are you doing now to hit your next million, and and and, and what would that amount be? Three three million would be nice. Um... What am I doing now? We are always looking for skilled plumbers that are going to fit. They have to fit. They have to fit with us. We're not a commission-based shop. We pay hourly. Some guys like it. Some guys don't. You know, you can make a lot of money in commission, but we we think that the competition, uh, there's jealousy factors within the employees. There's bonuses it's a harder way to um pay people you gotta you gotta have a bookkeeper and spend more money in there so we need somebody that's going to come in and just want to get paid hourly get their own van get to bring it home treat it as their own little business and i think that finding the right guy will help help with that or two guys that's such a point um i learned something from a friend of mine that owns a chick-fil-a because you know they got like man it's like an ant farm in there (laughs) they got like 20 people making one burger it's amazing right so i asked him a question like how do you hire bro how do you know tell me some of your best practices and he says and and you touch base on one of them but there's the three c's is what i learned from him and so when you're you know we're always looking to see if people are capable and that's the first c hey can you do what i need you to do Right. And then like we want to give them an opportunity. But the other C is what you just mentioned is culture. Right. Will this person fit the culture of my business? Or are they going to clash with the culture? You know, they, they got to fit. And then the third C is character. That's that employee I was telling you about. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. And character and go with character, too. Yeah. Character is will they do the right thing when nobody is looking? You know what I'm saying? And if they, if they, if you can say yes to all three, then there's an opera, there may be an opportunity, but if yeah. just one is questionable, then that person is totally questionable. And See, we, we held on, we held on to that guy because he was capable, but his culture and his character did not just started not, it, it just got worse. 
that's that's what yeah. i want to say like it got it got we buy the motherfucker a car a truck you know we we yeah. we, te- we we did a lot for this guy and we treated him really well we paid him good and he just couldn't change his attitude these prima donnas get worse by the time bro <laughs> my wife didn't like uh the fact that his old employer that i had a conversation with called him a prima donna and i had to have we had to have him like i said man it was covid we had to have somebody go out there for me and <clears throat> we ended up with him for two years and wow yeah it, it just got to a point where we couldn't see eye to eye gotcha gotcha this yeah. may into your next question is here is what do you feel your plumbing business needs a little bit more help with at this moment? Uh, gosh, you know, we're running it so damn good. <laughs> we really are, man. It's, it's right now. There's nothing but up side potential. Uh, so much so where I'm thinking, you know, I need a new business to start. Um, nice. something that's not plumbing related. Um, uh let's see i always have ideas for inventions you know how can we make the plumbing industry better i don't know you've probably had those thoughts too and yeah pick that stuff up but yeah like putting it in your head and putting it down on a table are completely different like uh you know manufacturing something is so hard to do like i wouldn't even know where to start um back to your question what do i need okay okay one thing that we did need that we recently picked up is that um my wife who's in the office doesn't have to do payroll anymore so we sent it off to a bookkeeper of ours that's in our networking group so he's going to start taking that over nice so then um one other uh, idea that I have is our uh, senior plumber now, uh, senior uh, apprentice now, we went ahead and made him into sort of a hybrid where he can go out to um, chamber of commerce meetings and stuff for us and kind of be a personal assistant. Uh, you know, when, we, when I can't take the, uh, one of the kids to school when we have meetings or something in the morning, he comes by, he picks up the kid, he drives him to school for us. And then he goes, uh on with his day so um looking for wanting him to grow into that position would probably be the best best thing for us if if he can't do it you know we're gonna have to find somebody else that can you know we're not gonna get rid of him but we're gonna have to look for somebody that could where he can go back into straight plumbing and then we can find somebody that's capable of that build a and role yeah build a role it'd have to be a young go-getter guy um you know somebody that's sort of mature too yeah okay. so i think that i think that's gonna that'll put us over the top of where we want to be that's that and awesome. raising our prices <laughs> yeah Everybody's been raising their prices. It's a trip. Um, the next question is like, what is your exit strategy and, and what is your timeline for that? Uh, it's already started, I think. That's right, man. already started, man. We, by the way, there, there's always talk on uh, between me and uh, Jessica um, about, 
you know, who, who's going to, who's going to step up, which one of our guys is going to step up and want to take the role of leader who wants to answer the phone. I answer the phone. I do all the um, scheduling and the estimates and everything. Who's going to want to take that phone, answer it, be able to schedule, get the tax uh, rates right on the jobs um, and be able to dispatch and take calls from the, the uh, text, you know, hey, I got this problem. So we need somebody to be able to think about, think about what, uh, how to solve that problem instantly, like I can. So sweet that, yeah, that I think that would be my exit strategy. Somebody to take over. I still have a small role, but not answering the phones, you know, answer a text here and there. So you still something want to else. you still want to own it, and let let's say you because you we're young right now. How old are you, by the way? Forty. Okay, great, awesome, brother. I'm 39. I'll be 40 uh, next month. I'm I'm 83. Are you 83 or 82? 82. Sweet. Okay, right on, brother. So, um, my my next question is, like, as far as your exit stretch, or to piggyback on this um question is. What would be your exit strategy? Do you want to own the business forever and ever until you die? Would it get passed on to your family? Would you sell it to employees or investors? Like, what, what do you think you want to do in the future? I think uh, I'm not a big guy to look into the future. So it's a hard question for me to answer. I'm always living in the moment. Um I'm thinking the employees would buy it. I think that they would either buy it outright or they would uh, keep me on as a advisor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, outright would be good though. Yeah. I know what I you just, mean. I just, I just cannot answer that question. It, it's, yeah. I mean, you're, you're still getting paid if you own a little bit of it, even though it's not a lot, it's money ge uh, being generated. And I have a good retirement fund that I dump a lot of money into. Nice. So, you know, that's always, that's always good. Um, I think that would be it though. The, the employees would take it over in some way. Sweet. The, the kids, I don't know if they're interested. They may be interested and then we'll have to change the exit strategy a little bit. Yeah. Um, they do want to, you know, they, they do want to, the older one he's almost 16 and he would want to start uh going to work with me but i don't really go to work anymore that's the thing so i could send him out with my guys and they can train him up true and then teach him how to be a manager in the, in the future me and my cousin started or my cousin started at 16 i started at 19 and i saw him going through like in the summertime and you know, working with his dad. And that's actually how I got a plumbing job because I saw my uncle and my cousin since we were younger, you know, he raised a family basically since 1981, he was working there. And so I came around in 2003 <laughs> to get hired at the same company he was hired at. But anyways, um, so how do you, um, earlier I asked, like, how do you spend your money? Any hobbies? It sounds like you like to reinvest into your business. Tell us a little bit about your mindset and or, or you, what do you, how do you spend your money these days? Uh, very little spending going on. Um, I golf every once in a while. I try to go golfing as much as I can. Right. On. That's a, that's an expensive sport. Um, yeah. 
trips. I guess trips would, you know, getting out there, getting out in the world, uh, country for now, world. I just applied for my passport for the first time in my life. I was, I'm able to, you know, that's a whole nother story too, man. I, I just, I lost all my rights younger as a younger guy. Just got them all back and happy, happy as hell for, for all that. Yeah. I went out and just bought my first uh, handgun and just got it today. Nice. You know? So, you know, that's, I think that's why I am so, in such a good mood that everything's working out. You know, it's like, it's, it's been like, it's, I don't know, it's been like this for a while that I've been in a good mood, um, you know, due to being married to somebody that's, you know, so cool. I, I, I haven't, I've had a divorce and found somebody that's more on my, my level, my, not all the time, but most yeah. of the time. So, um, but spending money, like I said, I, I, I pay cash for everything. So I just, I don't like payments and I don't like to do, I don't like to do it. I don't know. Um, thinking about getting a side-by-side, I guess that would be, that would be a fun thing to do because there's a lot of places to go around here and yeah. They're amazing. I I, love, I don't own one yet. Um, I've rented them. My buddy's got them. I do love to four by four. I have a Hummer and a truck and a quad. Um, I love me a side by side. It's on my list soon. Um, and and I, I think it's going to be really hard to put a frown on your face on that side by side, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they say that about jet skis, right? I think it was yeah. a comedian that said that shit. It's just so funny. But um. William, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with, uh, hang out with us and, and tell us your story. I got one more question, bro. Um, I want to hear your story, like the, the core part, like, cause we all come from somewhere and, and some of us were born in, in wealth and some of us were not right. I, I was not tell us a little, let's wrap this up with your story, bro. Like, where did you come from and where are you at now? Um, yeah, no, not not born in wealth in any way. Um, not really just a lower middle-class family. Um, uh, mom and dad divorced. Right. So that happened. So then living with my mom, um, got a good work ethic from her though. So that's, that's a bonus. She'd be thrilled to hear that. I don't have a lot of good things to say about her, but that, that I can, (laughs) that I can say, you know, um, I think I got lucky and um, uh, wasn't really good in school, you know, D plus student. So didn't really graduate or anything, got my GED. Um, but then uh, after that, got lucky in what uh, type of work I went into. Um, are you Spanish? Um, I speak Spanish. Yeah, I'm Mexi- I speak Spanish. Uh, my okay. family ah. and I was born in I'm San Diego. Not- Hope this hope this isn't bad, but I, I went into a, a job where there's a bunch of Mexicans working, right? So yeah. they work super hard and <laughs> they, they became really friendly, man. We we had such good camaraderie and they 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 showed me the way, you know. Um, one piece of advice he gave me, Carlos, is that you know, you know, okay, we're we're working, we're working, we're driving on our way home. I'm still I'm still talking about work, young guy. He's like, don't talk about work anymore. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's awesome. That follows me now that, especially if you have a family, man, you don't want to go in there and start spouting off about, oh, this, 
jerk over here did this or you know so um uh after that job went into landscaping for a little bit got to run a crew in that so i got a little taste of what it's like to you know little managerial skills um landscaping was fun and then we uh my my buddy got uh, a job at a plumbing company and he was the office or warehouse guy and so i decided to just join with him and then i got to go um go on the plumbing side of it get trained up by a guy uh doing trim new construction and it's a it's a it was a pretty big company here and they're still rolling pretty good um uh learning trim really quick learning how to troubleshoot things that was the best plumbing thing that's that's advice that i give young guys is hey sometimes you know you can't go right into service and you got to go into go into new construction and learn the ins and outs of it you know yeah and so i got um into a van real quick there i i swear it was like a month of training and that's it and then all of a sudden they put me out on my own building sinks putting in water heaters full houses trimming and i got really fat fast at that fastest in the company um i knew i wouldn't go any place in that company because they already had guys that were going to be there that were there and are going to stay there and so um went on to do service work and then um after that got lucky selling my card to another company i don't know if you've heard of that where you can sell your your uh plumbing license to another company so that they can they can do other work so i was getting good money for that while working at another company and then i was like you know what i don't want to do this anymore so i walked off that job cuz i don't know there was like a fire suppression there was a piece of pex for testing still hanging out of the freaking ceiling and you know it's a commission or it's a uh, piecework job and i don't want to have to spend 2 hours trying to track down the the fire suppression equipment to take it out so i was just like i'm done i'm out of here so i quit and then i started my own business we started with uh you know 10 grand to put into the business i had all the tools had good accounts already because i've been in this industry you know so with the uh, supply houses and stuff um We didn't really need much. I traded work for a van. We got a van. Nice. There. Yeah. Oh, that's good barter. I love those. <laughs> we out yeah. Um we were me and uh Jessica were rolling down uh rolling down the road saw a car dealership and we were like, "Hey, let's just look at cars." I was looking at um Durango SRTs. Nice. You know, I've always wanted one. I did end up purchasing one, but later. But there was a uh uh promaster brand new promaster on that lot nice and we were just going to go look at it and then we were like why are we just looking at it let's just buy it so 3:00 in the afternoon we we already had the money in the bank we wrote a check paid for it in full nice so we we paid that uh yeah paid cash for that five other vans no payments on it no payments on any of them we just paid them all off That's amazing. So, uh, I don't buy I don't buy expensive equipment. I don't have any I don't do sewer work. 
I don't, I don't have to buy any sort of jetters or, you know, expensive snakes or anything. So what we, uh, what we do is with our hands and with our tools in our bag. So I think that's, that's about it. That's awesome. I, I love your story, man. Thank you so much for sharing. I have one last question. Um, within your plumbing business, not just you, but like, you, you know, your staff, what do you feel your plumbing business needs a little bit more of? Do you feel like the guys can, you know, get a little more organized as far as like um, getting the business organized um, within admin and business? Or do you feel like maybe the plumbers out in the fields can maybe do a little bit of better sales or where, where do you feel that your plumbing company could use a little bit of help with? Yes, they can. Um, so we use a, a program. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, yeah. House Call, House Call Pro. Yeah, I'm a part of partners. Pro. I'm one of the partners. I, I, I love them. They're, yeah. they're, dude, they're fucking awesome. And <laughs> it's a, they're a big part of why our business grew so quick. Just they're easy to use. They're not paying me to say this, by the way. Yeah. Easy, to, <laughs> easy to use. Just, ah, we love them. But the guys need to get better at it. Mm. The, the guys training them up on that, I think, would be the would probably be the the number one thing that we can do so that they can start selling more and they can they can go out and um, fill out the invoices correctly uh, without me having to do it. But I think them getting to know the software is, I think, will help um, that and vans i'm not very good at organization never been um i put the vans um uh, shelving together all by myself it, it works it looks good it's not the best so if i had one of my guys do that just spend a couple weeks on each van coming up with an idea taking it off my plate that would probably help a lot that would get more stock in the van i think Nice. And they wouldn't keep they wouldn't keep blaming me for oh I don't have this on the job site or this you know <laughs> yeah bringing it back to you now no that that's really good man that's really good I I think that you're right about the plumbers needing to use House Call Pro I'm one of their strategic partners I met House Call Pro like three or four years ago and um you know they you if any plumber listening to this you can actually get three months fifty percent off if you mention my company. And my name um, on during the demo, right? So I hope this helps some of you guys. And then um, we're also like, I, I've been trained by them directly. I've been to their headquarters. I've had beer in their break room. I mean, we got a lot of history. <laughs> and so um, I've been, I know how to use House Call Pro really well. And whenever somebody hires my company, what we do is we integrate Strictly Plumbers and House Call Pro. And we help you guys set it up like um, the tracking of the leads, um, whether they're coming in from Yelp or pre-existing clients or recommendations or Google, we set it all up for you by using tags and lead sources. So that's something that um, if anybody listening needs a training video on that, you know, I have that kind of resources. And um, I think utilizing those tools, like learning how to use um, a pro press appropriately versus sloppy is a big difference or, or soft tool ever invented. Yeah. Right. Or soldering. Like there's a way to, there's a million ways to do it, or maybe a handful of ways to do it, but there's a best way to do it. Right. Yeah. And so if the guys can learn how to use house call pro even better. I wanted to end this. Um, 
talking about a program that I offer, and this is good for anybody listening right now. Um, so if you guys like getting organized is probably one of the most important things. And uh, I think that business coaching is a total pie. So like the, the pie would involve a whole bunch of stuff, right? So like how to start and launch a successful plumbing business, or maybe the guys need a, a million dollar a month plumbing business blueprint, right? Maybe some guys are struggling on um, lead generation. And so I have a lot of stuff in here for lead generation. What I'm showing you is an online course that I created and I, I put a training video under each one. So you can see there's a lot of marketing stuff into here, but then I, I get a little deeper uh, past marketing, including like television, you know, but like an ROI formula for advertising and how to get more commercial accounts, hiring plumbers, mastery, uh, the five pillars of growth, how to add 300K in sales with water filtration. Like there's a lot of really, really good videos in here. I can keep going like business management for plumbers, plumbers sales training mastery, dispatch training mastery. I went all the way down, okay, even plumbing business mastery, all the way down to how to sell your plumbing business for millions, you know, and I've been talking to a broker. So we put together some best practices. And so this is something that is not expensive. And anybody listening to this podcast know that it's only a thousand bucks, or you can split it up into payments of 550 or four payments of 300. This is something that I'm I'm telling everybody about during the podcast. Um, this is not me pitching William right now. This is for anybody listening. Um, if you're interested in getting more organized, we can help you do that. If you're curious about that website, it's called www.plumbingbusinesscoaching.com. And uh, that's where you can learn. I, I say give the login credentials to your staff. Make them watch the dispatch mastery. Make them watch the sales training mastery. Make the managers watch the plumbing business mastery and management mastery. And, and, and this is like how you can delegate um, um, training without you consuming all of your time with your staff. And as, this is a good fit if you do service and repair, residential and light commercial. This is not a good fit if you're like in a new construction and like, it's just, it is, it is what it is, you know? So if anybody listening to this and wants to get more organized and just like William here with Taylor's Plumbing did amazing, um, getting organized is one of his favorite things to, to, to you know, uh, crack his seven figures. Um, so let's dismiss everybody today. And if you have any questions, of course, but put them in, I'm putting this on YouTube, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere else. So if you're watching this, no matter what platform, write a comment, let us know some questions you may have for William. I'll give him a shout out. And um, William, uh, anything else you want to touch base on before we get out of here? Uh, thank you for having me. It was my first first interview uh, like this in the in the five years plus of business. So I'm, I was really happy to do it. You did a good job. Thank you. I appreciate you. I think you did a good job too. And uh, I think, I think it's important that um, we get, we get a platform to be heard a little bit because there's, you've been working your ass off for the last five years. You're coming up for breath right now and life is good. And um, it's always good to hear and share an amazing, successful story where you started here and end up over there. Yeah. Every time, every time I'm like taking a walk or going shopping in the middle of the day. I'm like, damn, dude, am I really doing this? I'm not out there busting my ass and I'm just, yeah, I'm looking at Lululemon shit with my wife. I have a line to piggyback on that, and wrap it up whenever I'm doing some shit that like, 
I shouldn't be, you know, like I give you a good example. I'm so grateful about um, dropping off my kids at school or even picking them up. And in my head, I, and I even say it out loud, like, wow, I should be under a sink right now. Yeah, I should totally I, I, I would have been under a sink if I would have just stayed at that company and didn't build my own. And be in that crawl space behind me. Yeah. Gratitude gauges through the roof, bro. You go home happy. Everything's good. And and um, so we obviously want our time back and we're successful. And I'm so happy for you, brother. You know, thank you for sharing your story. This is the Strictly Plumbers Millionaire Podcast. And I'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you.